The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Every single bite needed oh, to be man. savored. <laughs> There's Twinkies in there. Wow. It's like a great big hug in the cold city. I mean, that food is about as spicy as I can handle, and okay. my parents put chili powder in my baby food. Like. <laughs> And I sent french fry bits everywhere all over the table and just a lot of chewing and... <laughs> okay, my stomach is growling right now. I just want you to know I'm hungry. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by... Oakland International Airport. Now you can enjoy some of your local favorites when you travel to and from the Bay Area. Fly Oakland International. It's your airport. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. IRG, with thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG Brisbane, Dublin, or online at marblecompany.com. Locally owned and operated for 24 years, Amici's East Coast Pizzeria serves up a taste of the Northeast's distinctive Italian fare at their 12 Bay Area locations, Open daily for a quick business lunch or an evening meal out with family and friends, Amici's offers homemade pastas, fresh salads, and pizzas cooked in traditional brick ovens with many vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options. Menu and locations can be found at amici's.com. Amici's, proud to support KQED. Hi, I'm Leslie Sobraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week, owner of a creative PR firm, Kimberly Charles, has been all around food, wine, and spirits all her professional life. She rejoices in the Bay Area's diverse eateries, and while exploring them, she keeps her spirits on the top shelf, laughter in her belly, and pours her witty opinions far and wide. And advertising sales president, Andrew Kramer, is a New York native who has bought into the West Coast good life, and he's never leaving. Dining out is fundamental to this new existence, and he will sell, he can sell, and push or even promote his chosen spot. But first, registered dietitian and marathon runner, Kaylee Todd. Now, you might not believe it by looking at her, but she consumes thousands of calories daily to fuel the miles she travels. <laughs> Branching out from a typical dietitian's regimen, she chooses fragrant Afghani flavors and hearty portions at her spot on Van Ness in San Francisco at a place called Helmand Palace. My name is Mohammed Baragzai, and I work in Helmand Palace restaurant as a manager. On our restaurant, everything starts from the scratch. We use a leg of lamb and rock, which is the chopan kebab. The bread that we serve in the restaurant, we bring it from the Afghan bakery in Concord. The pumpkin that we use, we use the special kind of pumpkin, which is the banana squash pumpkin. And that's very famous here. We serve it with garlic yogurt, and we serve with the ground beef, which is very delicious. My favorite dish is the Kabulish, one of the famous dishes in Afghanistan also. And that's uh, served with the palau rice and uh, with the lamb shank and raisin and carrots on it. It's very delicious, very sweet. We serve a lot of vegetarian dishes and vegetarian appetizer. 
and we also have uh, some people there for vegan dishes. We do have vegan dishes also here. Our restaurant is traditional Afghan restaurant. All the carpet is Afghan traditional carpet with the Afghan pictures, which is the famous places in Afghanistan. It's the traditional Afghan restaurant in San Francisco environment. All right, Kaylee, let's talk a little bit about Afghani food because people might not necessarily know what that is, what differentiates it from other types of cuisines, right? I think it's a, a fusion between the Mediterranean cuisine meets Indian cuisine. You have a lot of the spices and the cuts of meat from that you see in Greece or perhaps even Italy. A lot meats, of lamb. And a lot of lamb, mm -hmm. kebabs, um, peppers, those type of ingredients that you mm -hmm. see in the Mediterranean. Meet with a lot of the spices and the sauces that you might find in more of the typical standard Indian cuisine. Right. So I think that they kind of is a fusion between the two. And what is what do you get when you go there? I mean, you've been going a while, haven't you? Yes, I actually went for the first time before I even moved here over 10 years ago, and uh, it resonated with me so much that uh, when I moved here, that was one of the first places I, I went back to. Um, I always start off with one of their, my favorite appetizers, the kado, which is the pumpkin. Um, it's a sugared pumpkin that's been baked for an extensive time, and then it's served with a tomato beef sauce. You can get it vegetarian, too. Mm. So it's kind of the sweet meat savor. Right, mm. and Andrew's over here like, yeah. 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 I had that yeah. appetizer, and it was, it was with the pumpkin, it was sweet, and then the meat sauce, and it was, it was a melt-in-your-mouth uh, appetizer. Right. And did you have, have you ever had Afghani food? Never. Never. First so time ever. When you asked the server about what to order, did, you know, did you get an answer? Uh, well, the service was a little interesting uh, for me, so I, I had to ask a lot of questions. Not much was volunteered, which I was a little surprised about because right. you would, it's not Mexican food or, right. or sushi maybe that really people But if you ordered the kata, they actually steered you correctly, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> what, did you have? Did. what did you have? What did you have? I had the Ashok ravioli, the vegetarian ravioli. Another good dish. It was really, really <laughs> tasty. You know, mm -hmm. it was uh, scallions and leeks, and then it had a yogurt, cilantro, mint uh, sauce. It was really, really mm -hmm. tasty. Split pea as well on top. So um, kind of those Mediterranean flavors there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think mm -hmm. if you were you know, vegetarian, it's a perfect place especially. And what did you have for a main course? For main course, uh, the Sikh kebab, which was a lamb kebab. And the lamb was very good. I like the, uh, the meat and the flavors on it. But the eggplant that came with it just was a total miss for me. But I also had the, the kafka kado, and that was beef meatballs. And that was really good. And it was in a tomato sauce with um, peas, and I really enjoyed that. My next dish was, was a meat dish. It was the morg chalo. I had oh, the chicken. One of my favorites, sorry. <laughs> I really, I, I liked it. I had some mixed feelings. Um, uh, the rice was delicious. It was really buttery and sort of soft and glistening, you know. Um, the chicken, I don't know whether it's because it was a long weekend just after, but the chicken tasted a little bit old to me. Really? Uh, yeah, so I felt like I should give it another try because oh, uh, it definitely funny. wasn't as appetizing as I thought. The sauce was killer. It really was. And if it had just been the sauce and rice, I, I would have loved it. And why do you love it so much? Well, I'm a big fan of, one, if I'm ordering Indian food, I like chicken tiki masala. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite. I love that tomatoey, flavory, mm -hmm. aromatic, and I feel like this takes it up a notch where mm. it adds another whole another ingredient and spice and... Um, a wow, if you will. So to me, I've never had a mm. bad Merc Chalo. I have to ask you guys, what about the breads and the, sp and the sauces in the beginning? That was awesome, really. I love the reta, the sort of, you know, the really beautiful, cool yogurt spice to that. I almost filled up on that, actually. I was, so I couldn't, I had to take some food home, you know, but it was really, really good. So the sauces were, were very good. However, 
they just got put down on our table with the bread and they just walked away and here are That's three sauces. That's how they sauces. do it in Afghan. <laughs> I don't know, again, maybe Afghan style. tell me a little something. I detected a little cilantro in the one yeah. sauce, however, right. I would have liked to But have, you would have wanted a description I would have liked that, yes. yeah. I think it was part of the attentiveness that mm -hmm. was maybe right. missing. Mm. Missing, so did you feel like you got a good value? Yeah, I think the value for the uh, for the food was good. Yeah, mm -hmm. no question about that. Yeah, and the wine. The wines were about half the price that you would normally mm -hmm. find on a mm -hmm. by the class list mm -hmm. in the city. I thought that part was really fair. All right, yeah. Kaylee, this is your restaurant. Give us a quick wrap up. If you're looking for an authentic, ethnic, flavorful meal that won't break the bank yet please the palate and the stomach. Hell Mom Palace is Okay, for you. Kimberly? I would say, for me, it would be takeout. It's all about takeout there. I would probably peruse the menu and order some takeout items, not have to worry about the parking, and just pull right up and grab some dishes and have a great bill. So that's all what right. I'd say. Okay, and Andrew? And if you want to try Afghani food, I would imagine that this is the place to go. However, be patient and uh, be prepared for maybe not the best service. Okay. <laughs> if you would like to try Hellman Palace, it's on Van Ness between Green and Union in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-345-0072. It's open every day for dinner. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab for dinner is around $30. Flavors of Mexico made with organic produce are the feature of Kimberly's pick. The story began in the owner's home kitchen. Then with the help of small business incubator La Cocina in the Mission, she now owns a business that serves up crazy good food. You'll find it around town at El Huarache Loco. My name is Veronica. I'm owner of El Huarache Loco, it's, which is a catering company. The restaurant is coming soon and we are here at the farmers market Saturday and Sunday and also we are at the Fort Mason at Off the Grid Friday. My family come from a restaurant in Mexico City. I learned to cook over there with all my family. So that's my passion to cook. All the food is Mexican street food. This is something that you can find in the street in Mexico. Our specialist is guarache, that's why we call guarache. Our masa is organic. We have two kinds of masa, blue corn and regular corn. Many people ask for guarache with chicken, beef, and eggs, or guarache with this, this, and this, and it's like crazy to put everything together. So we say, oh, what name we wanna put to the guarache, el guarache loco. My business is a family business. So I have my daughter, my husband, and my little one working with me. Come and try the food at the farmer's market. It's really good, it's something new. It's, we don't have burritos, but we wanna try to give you something special from Mexico City.
All right, Kimberly, this is an interesting place because there is a huge sort of food truck um, culture in San Francisco, but this isn't really a truck, is it? It's sort of a tent. And then it's a, a food stand, yeah. basically. That's how I'd qualify it, actually. And the food cart phenomenon is all around the country. So right. I'm a big believer in it. I think the times that we live in, people want value and they want killer quality and a variety. Right. And that's what this place obviously has. It's very, very authentic Mexican street food. Mm -hmm. um, she calls it bringing the DF to SF, which right. I think is a great little like slogan for Veronica. it. Veronica. Veronica Salazar. Yeah. yeah. So I live in the Mission now, and uh, mm -hmm. I'm naturally drawn to those flavors. And uh, when I first discovered this, I was actually at the flea market. So this place is perfect. It's two passions, shopping at flea markets and really good food. Yeah. And uh, so El Horache, the Horache itself is named after sandal. And that's, uh, it's sort of an oblong corn tortilla. You don't tortilla. eat your shoe. We got no, that. you do not eat your shoe. And I promise you the texture is not like a sole <laughs> of a shoe either. It's really phenomenal. So it's a refried bean filled Horache, which is just delicious and, and has all kinds of toppings. What Whatever you might want. Um, but she does so many different things with a um, farmer's market's ingredients right. too. So you can get some fresh vegetables. Was this an in. adventure for you guys when you <laughs> went? Uh, yeah, I liked it. I've never been to that farmer's market before uh -huh. and that was always fun to uh, go and check out and try. Right. So yeah, it was The Alamany Market, right. Yep, I've mm -hmm. never so been to that So you went the day of uh, the farmer's market. I went the day uh, of the flea market, which is a whole interesting oh. <laughs> I mean, atmosphere for the, for the day. Yeah. And I had yeah. two little kids with me too. So <laughs> it, it definitely created a different experience. But Who's it can uh, be crazy? Crowded. Completely During crowded. And especially like right. old little uh, Hello Kitty things being uh, distracted <laughs> as you're trying to make it to the food cart. And <laughs> See, we left with an orchid and a bunch of great grapes <laughs> yeah. and some other produce. Oh, but uh, yeah, it was nice being So you had the huarache, which is the sandal shaped mm -hmm. sort of I, tortilla. I did. I felt right. like I had to try that mm -hmm. based on the name of the uh, the place. And I really enjoyed it. I had it with the, the alambre, which was like the mixed. lamb. No, the alambre. Oh, the, yeah. It was mixed meats. It was the bacon mm -hmm. and chorizo and asada, mm -hmm. and uh, and it was good with the melted mozzarella and the onions on it. So yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, and the chili darbol sauce, which uh, was really great. Was, so I had that with a lamb on it, and then they had the special mole sauce that they make themselves. That was mm -hmm. a great pairing, and the combination was just fantastic. But yeah. the, one of the best things I think about this place was just the um, the, the personal experience you had with I had Veronica's daughter. Right. Actually, yeah, yeah. Was the, the whole family was yeah. around this. Yes, yeah, the whole really family. Cool. And yeah. they said we had little kids with us, so we had kind of the sophisticated palettes versus the very Simple basic. Ones, yeah, mm -hmm. and it totally covered. Uh, across the board, like they were willing to make something special for the little ones, and then also give us the. We had the um, the cactus salad, the nopales. Nopales, yeah, yeah, that's nopales, delicious. which was delicious, and the squash blossoms right. on top of the quesadilla was amazing. And that's oh. not, it's it's a wonderful pairing, isn't it? Oh yeah, I mean I, mm -hmm. I never bring anything there because I'm in the morning, so I probably have a glass of Sauvignon Blanc with that squash blossom. <laughs> <laughs> that's your the quesadilla, though, that would have been really good. Okay, oh. there we go. Cheers! Yeah. Cheers! This is a wine crowd. I'm at the table. <laughs> which I would have loved <laughs> to have had a cerveza. It was so yeah. good. That was the one thing. Si, senor. <laughs> if I only had one of those, it would have made it that but much better. But they do have the homemade hot chocolate, right? And things yeah. like that. And they had the um, hibiscus. Um, the agua fresca. Agua fresca, yeah. yes. Uh -huh. I had that. Mm -hmm. That was quite delicious. And their horchata is pretty good, too, actually, which is a rice milk drink that you typically oh, find. Oh, I did not try that. Yeah, that sometimes is really fun to complement all the, you know, sort of spicier mm. flavors of the, of the meats. I got a mm -hmm. taco, which was really good. I think I may have even liked that, that better. Mm -hmm. It was the sasino with cured beef okay and it was with the orange salsa on top with a lot of spice and it mm -hmm. was really good yeah. so it's interesting to say that because the um overall the dining experience was great in terms of the food but the the tacos and the very basic ones were the ones i was a less a little bit less uh, ecstatic about. I don't Why know whether not? it was just because they're in comparison to the squash blossoms and the cactus salad. It just was seemed a little bit 
less you know, exciting, mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. My second favorite thing was the lamb taco, actually, mm -hmm. and it was a blue corn tortilla. All the tortillas are made there by hand. You can see mm -hmm. them shaping them, which I think is really cool. Mm -hmm. And that came with the salsa verde, which was avocado, and it's got a little bit of cilantro, and then there's tomatillo in it. Mm -hmm. um, so you might want to try that. It's braised lamb and fresh onions and cilantro, and then you can put either sauce on it. I mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. That was my, they had my second favorite. a lamb soup, which I didn't try, but I kind of wish I did uh, going back. It might have to go return, but it looked very interesting because I saw someone have it afterwards and it was too full, but right. um, that looked, seemed kind of interesting. Too. And this is not expensive, this place, is it? <laughs> no, I think I spent maybe $10 and mm -hmm. I probably overate a little bit, but yeah, it's mm -hmm. a great value. <laughs> and and uh, Veronica may be opening a restaurant. I've heard rumor of that. Rumor, rumor. But I don't yeah. have all the uh, information, right. but I hope that happens, because right. she is phenomenal. I've she's heard very she's authentic. also off the grid now on Friday night to yes, Fort Mason, that's right. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. All right, Kimberly, this is your spot, so give us a quick summary. Uh, El Horache Loco, to me, is a place I'm really crazy about, for sure. It's homemade, family-owned, pure ingredients, no fuss, just absolutely, simply delicious. All right, and Andrew? Authentic, great Mexican food. Just BYOC, bring your own cerveza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kaylee. I would second that notion, and I would say that it caters to palates of all, all spectrums. You know, from the basic, uh, very unadventurous eaters to the most sophisticated, looking for a gourmet meal, mm. if you will, in a very interesting <laughs> atmosphere. <laughs> if you would like to try El Juarache Loco, it's around town, including the Alamany Farmers Market in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-572-6832. You can check their website for locations, no reservations, and the average tab is around $10. By the way, cash only. There's nothing like the sound of opening a bottle of bubbles. <laughs> Whether it's champagne from France, sparkling wine from the U.S., Prosecco from Italy, or cava from Spain, oh, that pop just puts a smile on my face. Now, you can open the bottle the traditional way, but why not impress your friends and neighbors and do what Napoleon did out in the battlefield? You get a saber. All right, if you don't have a saber, just use a kitchen knife, the blunt end of the kitchen knife, and well chill your bottle of sparkling wine. That's the key. Then you remove the foil and you remove the cage, which is what this is. Do it at the very last moment. Find the seam of the bottle. That's the weak point. And you're going to have follow through. That's the real key. Voila. Napoleon would be proud. A well-loved, old-school neighborhood hangout makes Andrew feel right at home. It's been around for 25 years, serving up meat, traditional American fare, and strong beverages. Tucked away in the Marina District of San Francisco, it's on Steiner Street, and it's called Izzy's Steaks and Chops. My name is Sam Duvall. I'm the owner of Izzy's Steaks and Chops. I started Izzy's about 24 years ago. In fact, next year will be our 25th year. We're very proud of that. I am a great fan of San Francisco history. And Izzy Gomez, who the restaurant's named after, had a restaurant over in North Beach, very famous, and everybody loved Izzy. He died in 1945, so I thought it was time to bring Izzy's back to the San Francisco dining scene. I decided that I was going to make it different from most steakhouses in San Francisco because I was going to serve the side dishes along with the steaks and I wasn't going to charge extra for the side dishes. I like people. And the reason I'm here on the floor at the restaurant 
is because I get to do a nice interchange with our customers and uh, they like to see me. They like to see the old man, they like to press the flesh and uh, I genuinely like to see them. My father told me one time, he says, listen, if you give people too much food, they'll complain about it, but they'll come back. All right, Andrew, Izzy's the meat eater and me. It wants to talk to the meat eater and you. You're gonna love it then. <laughs> so Izzy's is my place. It's when I first moved to San Francisco, I discovered this old school neighborhood restaurant and whether I was bellying up to the bar and eating by myself or eating at one of the great booths with friends or family, it just always became my place. So as soon as you walk in, the energy there is great. Personally, I love starting off with a cocktail, so either a martini or a Manhattan, and they make great drinks there. And food-wise, I just think that Izzy's is a great steakhouse with good value also. And, it, and it's kind of classic when you see that classic feel and a classic cocktail, man. It, you want the, you know, that's really what Sam Duval, who started it 25 years ago, um, was going for, is that yeah. really classic San Francisco feel. Wood tables, so no tablecloths. Right. There's steak sauces all over the walls when you walk in, beer bottles at the, the ceiling mm -hmm. of it, and the wait staff, they're just fantastic. They've all been working there for longer than I've been going, mm -hmm. which is 15 years now, so yeah, it's right. just... Yeah, right. George has been there 25 years. It, yeah, it's just it's <laughs> And Kaylee, are you a, a meat eater, a marathoner, and a meat eater? I am a complete meat eater, and I, I would completely agree. I felt like I was in um, Cheers, if yeah. you will, the Cheers Steakhouse. Um, I will say I'm native of Chicago, so I may be a little skewed. Are you? So you know good steaks. I do. And I have to say I love the atmosphere. I wish I liked my cut of meat a little bit better. What did you get? I got the strip steak. I got the strip steak. Um, one of my dining partners got the kebab with the mushroom sauce on it. Mm -hmm. And another one had the prime rib. The prime rib was great. The strip steak and the kebabs had, you know, the flavor on the strip steak was fantastic but had a little bit too much gristle and mm. every bite I was mm. kind of picking and choosing on, on that mm. meat. Yeah. So the, the steak to get and the only <laughs> steak. Kimberly's over here chomping at the well and nodding my head, yeah. is the skirt steak. That's mm. what I had. And <laughs> unfortunately, I've tried other uh, uh, steaks there and they are good, but I only get the skirt steak. The marinade is soy and ginger and maple syrup mm -hmm. and it is just, the meat is, cooked perfect and then with that marinade it just the so flavor that's what you is had. so that's what good. I had I guess a lucky choice I had that and it was really tasty it had sort of that crunchy caramelized exterior on the mm -hmm. meat you know and then the middle it was a little overcooked for me I would have liked it a little less you know more rare I guess I would say um, we shared that in the drunken shrimp and then we had the steak au poivre um, and I agree with Kaylee I think that the the cut of the meat could have been a little bit higher quality, but I have to say I couldn't. On the steak of pop. Yes, exactly. Okay. I couldn't argue with the bill. I mm -hmm. mean, we had four drinks among three of us, and you know, we had our mains, we had three mains, and all the sides, and by the way, that cream spinach, forget about <laughs> so it. Good. That's why I liked it so much, and, you know, yeah, New York. It reminded yeah, me the, of New York. And, yeah. and talk about the cream spinach, because this is oh, a classic goodness. dish there, the cream yeah. spinach. Yeah, I don't yeah. even want to know what's in it. I think it's illegal, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is, Well, I it's have addictive. to say, coming from the dietitian, I did have, I did taste the spinach and the Izzy's potatoes, which both. Yes. I don't know how nutritious they are, right. but they were, I mean, quite pleasing to the palate. But <laughs> the fact that you get a steak, so this is twenty-one ninety-five for a steak and two sides. Yeah. Every steakhouse in the country now 
a cut of meat is over thirty dollars, mm -hmm. and it's a la carte. Right. You're paying right. for sides afterwards. So right. for that twenty-two dollars and two sides with it, and again for me, I'm I guess a creature of habit at Izzy's. It's Izzy's own potatoes, cream spinach, and the skirt steak. I will say though, I had one of their specials the night, which I guess they typically don't do specials. It's kind of the straightforward menu. Mm -hmm. I had their heirloom tomato salad, I had that too. which mm -hmm. had a sliced, um, almost mm -hmm. a, an entire tomato yep. sliced on the plate, and mm -hmm. then they had served it with a little um, toasted bread with a goat cheese spread on mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. and the pairing and with the dressing it was like a balsamic vinaigrette type dressing right. that they drizzled on top of it. Yeah, that was superb. Oh, and that um, yeah, well, they were the really accommodating though. Because we had a lot of picky, like, can we have this on the side? And they're like, sure, sure, sure. So like, somebody had asked if they could have a, a Caesar salad on the side rather than one of the like um, typical sides, and they had no problem with that. So service so. is yeah. talk about service. Well, you know, I found it to be a little less attentive. Um, I think if you were a regular there, you would probably be well taken care of. And the, the service, they're not going back and checking with the kitchen whether they can do something. They yeah. just know <laughs> these guys have been working this there. This is a place where Payne went to. The, <laughs> the New Yorker appreciates that. That's right. for sure. Right. And let's talk about dessert because because you did mention it there, the desserts, well, they do make them in-house. They do, I guess, and we ordered the cheesecake. I mean, I the minute I walked in, I felt like it was New York to me. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of Landmark Tavern and PJ Clark's, mm -hmm. and we had to have the cheesecake. So that's all we had, we shared it, and it was really tasty. Maybe a little bit drier than I like. I like my cheesecakes moist, but I had a mm -hmm. berry coulis on it. Satisfied three of us, we each had a bite. Yep. So it was really nice. I didn't have anything beyond that. Well, we didn't have a dry cheesecake, but we did have a dry martini for dessert. So. <laughs> Drink your dessert. I like it. <laughs> and their wine list is actually. And I didn't run straight in yeah. a straight line afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Their wine list is small, but very well selected and, you know, big hearty reds to go with all those yeah. meats. Yeah. All right. This is your spot, Andrew. Give us a quick wrap up. So Izzy's is a old school steakhouse that's a neighborhood place, but get the skirt steak if you go there and you won't be disappointed. It's great value. All right, Kimberly? I would say Izzy's is a no-nonsense, great value, neighborhood place where you feel very at home and you can have a really fun time. Okay, and Kaylee? I'd say Izzy's is a great environment, fun atmosphere, yet if you're looking for an A-plus steak, you may want to look elsewhere. Okay. If you would like to try Izzy's Steaks and Chops, it's on Steiner between Lombard and Chestnut in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-563-0487. It's open every day for dinner, brunch on Sunday. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab for dinner is around $30 without drinks. I want to thank my great guests on this week's show, Kaylee Todd, whose energy is sustained with Afghani food from Helmand Palace on Van Ness in San Francisco, and Kimberly Charles, whose place drove us crazy. <laughs> it was El Huarache Loco, while Andrew Kramer supplied the red meat fix <laughs> with his choice of Izzy's Steaks and Chops on Steiner Street in San Francisco. We really want to know your opinion on any of the restaurants that we feature, so go to our website at kqed.org slash check please and add your comments. While you're there, you can find out more details on all the restaurants featured. You can watch a segment or download a whole show. There's also much more information on the wines we're drinking today and more wine tips from me. And don't forget that you can also stay in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter. So join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check Please Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, you guys. Cheers. Great show. Cheers. Bravo. This show is available in high definition, Comcast On Demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by 
Amici's East Coast Pizzeria's 12 locations specialize in the delivery of authentic thin crust pizzas, pastas, and salads to Bay Area companies of all sizes. Professional staff deliver one order at a time, direct from their kitchens to your business. Whether it's for an important meeting, a thank you for employees, or a quick meal option, Amici's can provide freshly made food for groups from 2 to 2,000. Menu and locations can be found at Amici's.com. Amici's, proud to support KQED. IRG, with thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG Brisbane, Dublin, or online at marblecompany.com. Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. Oakland International Airport. Check us out on Facebook to see what's new at OAK. Fly Oakland International. It's your airport. A KQED HD production.